Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Amen. Are you excited to be in church today? No, I said, are you excited to be in church today? I believe that when you leave church today, you will feel uplifted. You will feel encouraged. The problems that you came here with, they will disappear. Do you believe it? If you believe it, then give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Come on. You can clap your hands. Come on. Yeah. 
Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. 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 The Bible says that he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Are you here? So whilst we were still raving, we're still sinning. God still sent his son to die for us. Hallelujah. Just want to sing some songs to him. Yes, Lord. Yes. You deserve all the praise, God. Yes. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy shall never come to an end. Stay on new every morning. New every morning. Thy faithfulness, oh Lord, where is thy faithfulness? Come on, church, sing with me. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, his mercy shall never come. When oh Jesus, they are new every morning. They are new every morning. Great, faithfulness. 
Come on. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy shall never come to an end. They are new. Jesus, your mercies are new. within us and as we gather may we glorify your name and knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship we'll be blessed because we came oh, we'll be blessed because Sing along, sing as we gather, Lord, as we gather, may your spirit dwell within us. As we gather, yes, Karamasunda la Macasto, Ramasinda la Mana, Lord, no, we will, yes, Lord, oh, Lord, we'll be blessed because we came. Because we came oh, We'll be blessed Because we Sing knowing well that as our hearts Come on oh, Knowing well that as Our hearts begin to worship We'll be blessed We'll be blessed Just because we came God, Touch our lives Change our hearts Renew our minds, Lord. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, you want to say something to Him? You want to worship Him? Say something to your God. Yes, because you came, you'll be blessed. Because you came, you'll receive a breakthrough. Because you came, God is touching your heart. God is renewing your mind. That complex situation, God is coming through for you. That's why you're here today. You will not live empty-handed. You shall not live empty-handed. God is coming through for you today. God is making a way for you today. God is paving a way for you today. God is bringing you out of that complex situation. God is doing it for you. God is doing it for you. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. They are new every morning. New every morning. Come on, church. 
Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Come on, sing again. Sing day on new. Jesus, you love us every day. Softly, one more time. They are new every morning. They are new. New every morning. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness and for your blood. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? His mercies are new every morning. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are made clean. You have a new slate with God. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. I feel blessed already. Do you feel blessed already? I'm telling you, be blessed because you came. Your decision to come to church today is not in vain. Maybe you had something planned, but whatever it was, it wasn't important. Amen. How many of you believe that you'll be blessed because you came? Even if you don't believe it, you'll be blessed anyway. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to sing some more songs to Jehovah. Amen. Are you in the house? Some of you are a bit too quiet. If you're quiet, then you are suspects. I'm looking out for the suspects in the congregation. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, I want to teach you a new song. Amen. I was wondering if I should teach it to you, but I decided just now that I should teach it to you. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 145, I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Tap your neighbor, say, I will praise him every day. Hallelujah. Yes, stay focused on the scriptures. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell his children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majesty, on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. Hallelujah. 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 Your your, your amen is weak. This song is very, very nice. Okay, one of my favorite songs. So... Don't, don't stand there like it's not nice, okay? So I'm going to teach it to you, okay? Are you ready? So, are you ready to learn it? Okay, put your thinking cap, your memory caps on, okay? So it goes like this. I will come into your presence, Lord, with the sacrifice of praise. Sing that with me again. Let's go. 
I will come into your presence, Lord, with the sacrifice of praise. One more time. I want you to know this one properly. I will come into your presence, Lord, with the sacrifice of praise. Because the next bit goes like this. With the song I will exalt you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Let's sing that bit again with a song. With the song I will exalt you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. From the top. I will come into your presence, Lord. Some of you are not singing. With a sacrifice of praise. If I know your name, I'll say it. And with a song I will exalt you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Okay, the next bit goes like this. Same flow. I will give you all the glory. I can see you're feeling it now. You delivered me from shame. I'm created in your righteousness. Blessed be your holy name. Okay, then the chorus goes like this. Lift him up. His name be lifted higher. Lift him up. Exalt his holy name. Lift him up. His name be lifted higher. Exalt his holy name. Chorus again. Come on and lift him up. His name be lifted higher. Lift him up. Exalt his holy name. Come on and lift him up. His name be lifted high. Exalt his holy name. Hallelujah. Do you like it? Tap your neighbor, say, Do you like it? And then your comment should be, I love it. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready, church? Come on, let's go. I will come. I will come into your presence, Lord. With a sacrifice of praise. With a song I will exalt you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. I will give you, come on. I will give you all the glory. Delivered me from shame. I'm created, I'm created in your righteousness. Come on, blessed be your holy name. Oh, lift him up, his name be lifted. Come on and lift him up, exalt his holy name. Oh, lift him up, his name be lifted. Exalt his holy name. Come on! Oh. 
his name be lifted. Oh, lift him up, exalt his holy Come on and lift him up, his name be lifted. Exalt his holy Let's take it from the top. Are you ready? I will. I will come into your presence. Come on, come on. With the sacrifice of praise. With a song I will exalt you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. I will give you all the glory. I will give you all the glory. Because you delivered me from shame. I'm created, come on. I'm created in your eyes. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, lift him up. His name be lifted. Come on, lift him up. Exalt his holy name. Come on and lift him up. His name be lifted. Exalt his holy His name be lifted. I need you to lift him up. Exalt his holy name. Come on, church. Lift him up. His name be lifted. Exalt his holy name. We're taking up. Come on. Oh, lift him up. His name be lifted. Come on. Lift him up. Exalt his holy name. His name be lifted high, exalt His holy name. We're going up, come on, lift Him up. His name be lifted higher, lift Him up, exalt His holy name. Oh, lift Him up. His name be lifted high, exalt His holy name. Exalt His holy name. Oh, lift Him up. His name be lifted. Exalt His holy name. Exalt His holy name. Lift Him up. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. You want to welcome free people to church? Amen. Give them a high five. Give them a hug. Give them a smile. In the righteousness, the peace, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on. The righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Come on, everybody. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of it? Don't you want to be a part of it? Come on, everybody. Come on, righteousness. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the
Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom. Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part? Don't you wanna be a part of the king? Don't you wanna be a part of the king? Don't you wanna be a part? Come on, everybody! Put your hands together for God. All right, you guys may be seated. Are you guys excited to be in church today? Yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready to hear some powerful testimonies? All right, then please put your hands together and let's appreciate our brother, Frank! Hi everyone, my name is Frank and I'm part of the Great Love Singers. And my testimony is how God has blessed me in my work and education situation. So last year, I decided that I wanted to further my education, so I decided I'll study my master's in human resource management at Burbeck. And so I applied to study at Burbeck, but unfortunately, I didn't get a place. At the same time, I was, lo- I was looking for a job. I sent my CV off to a number of different organizations, but I wasn't getting any res- responses, and that was really disheartening but I still persevered with my job search and I prepared to reapply to Burbank the following year. At the beginning of this year, Bishop Richard said that this is our year of greatness and our season of effortlessness. So I was holding on to those words when I went to reapply to Burbank. After I set off my application form, I realized that I had made some errors and I thought this would jeopardize my opportunity, but I decided to leave it in God's hands. At the same time, I got booked in for a telephone interview with a building society. And this was a massive thing for me because I had applied with the before, but I didn't make it to the stage. So to be able to make it to the stage was a really great thing for me. The week of my telephone interview, I got admitted into hospital. And, and whilst I was in the ambulance waiting to be taken to hospital, I found out that I actually got accepted to my place in Burbank. So... It became a bit. <laughs> so it became a bittersweet day for me. <laughs> Despite being in hospital, I still went ahead with my telephone interview, and I found out that I passed my telephone interview. But unfortunately, the role was filled eternally. But because of how well I performed, the Builder Society said that if I see a different role, I'll just go straight to a face-to-face interview. So, uh, so, uh, so after searching their website several times, I found a role that I liked. I called them up, and they put me forward to, sh- to a face-to-face interview. Up in the time, up until my interview, I was asking my friends in church to pray for me. I was holding on to the words that Bishop said that this is our year of greatness and our season of effortlessness. And I was reminding myself of the testimonies of people who apply for jobs, had their interview in some negative circumstances, but still managed to get the job anyway. And I thought that if God can do it for them, then he can do it for me. 
And so during the interview, I remember it was really effortless. The interviews were intimidating. They were just, they were really calm. I was calm. I was at ease. And I actually enjoyed the interview, which has never happened before. So, so that was really great. The Sunday after the interview, Bishop just said that during the communion, our desires, expectations, our prayers will be answered and there will be a good story. So I was holding on to those words the following week. And that same week, the Wilderness Society came back to me. They said they were really impressed with my interview, my knowledge of the company, and that they gave me the job. Where I think, where, when I think back to where I was exactly 17 months ago today, when I first came to the church in regards to my work at education and where I am now, I can say it's through the work of God through this church. I want to thank God for blessing me with a job and a place at Burbeck. I want to thank Bishop for his words and prayers for me. And I, my encouragement to all of you would be to hold on to the words of God spoke with you, Bishop. He said that this is our year of greatness, and I can certainly say this year has been great for me so far, and only get greater. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the service. Put your hands together for Fry. Do you guys want to hear another testimony? All right, then please put your hands together for our sister, Kobe. My name is Kobe. I study at the University of East Anglia. And this testimony is of how um, God brought me through a really tough academic year and um, helped me pass my exams. So um, in July 2016, I had just finished my first year of medical school. And um, um, I, yeah, I just passed, but I was convinced that I could do better. So during the summer, I really motivated myself that I was going to work hard. So I walked into the year feeling like confident. Um, in October, then there was a joint service. I went and Bishop really prayed for all of us. And I really believed that I was really going to do well because there were some really powerful prayers. Um, and then in December, I had my first clinical exam just before the Christmas holidays. Um, and I was really confident. I'd worked hard. There had been so many prayers over my life. I thought it was going to go well. So I did the exam and I went off for the Christmas holiday. So um, first week of January, the exam results came out and I'd actually failed. <laughs> Um, and then um, I was feeling very discouraged because I didn't understand. I'd worked hard. All my friends had passed. My housemates passed, and I didn't. Um, then the next day, um, I was on the phone to um, student finance because I'd noticed they were deducting a lot of money from my payments. So in total, I was losing about £3,000 if we, if we include what the uni would usually give me. Um, so then if we go to the second... So in the second week of January... Um, I was calling my driving instructor because I had, I had a driving test the next week. <laughs> I had a driving test the next week, and I basically found out that he, he ran off to South Africa with my money. <laughs> so, and then, and, <laughs> and then, um, And then um, the last thing that happened was 
the day after that, I got another letter from student finance saying on top of the money they're deducting from me, I have to pay back £141 in a certain amount of time. Um, so this happened all in the first two weeks of the new year and I was feeling really discouraged. Um, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't understand what was going on. I, I just felt really overwhelmed. Um, but one of my friends encouraged me for Romans 8.28 which said, and we all know that, that all things work together for good to them that love God. And I also listened to Bishop Dag's podcast and I really used it to encourage me. I, re- I remembered Bishop Richard's prayers um, and I just used that to just encourage me as I kept going. Um, so in March, um, beginning of March, I had another driving test, which by God's grace I passed. Um, <laughs> then at the end of March, um, I had another clinical exam. And in April, I got the results and I, had, I passed and I made up the marks that I'd failed by and more in the first exam. <laughs> And then, and then the next day, I got another set of results and for a presentation I did, and I got a distinction. Um, and then I got a letter from student finance saying I don't need to pay them back anymore. Um, so, so I used that to encourage me um, to work really hard during exam season. And to just like know that God, God really was faithful. So um, someone also sent me Bishop Dagg's prayer for students doing exams. So before every single exam, I listened to it. And then I'd go off to the exam hall, like just with my housemates, really believing in what, um, what was happening. And then um, in August, I, well, beginning of this month, I got my results. And by God's grace, I passed quite well. <laughs> and yeah, so um, yeah, so I really want to thank God for really bringing me through such a difficult time and helping me to pass my exams quite well. Um, I also want to thank Bishop Dag, Bishop Richard for all the prayers over our life. And I just want to encourage everyone, if you're going through a tough time, just always have faith in God because he really meets you at the point of your faith. And um, I also want to um, encourage you to really take seriously the, um, the prayers and the blessings that Bishop Richard and Bishop Dag pray over our lives because they honestly come to pass if you just believe in them. Amen. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. Excited for what's coming next? Are you ready to hear some anointed singing? Then please put your hands together for Sella. for all time What about others He saved you He saved me What are we doing for the others Do you believe in dreams the Holy Spirit's dreams Thousands of men are running down the street. They didn't know that the road was leading to a steep and deadly cliff and into the lake of fire. Ah, he saved you. He saved me, He 
saved us for all time What about others? Oh, He saved you, He saved me What are we doing for the others? Multitudes, multitudes Multitudes are waiting in the valley of decision They're waiting, hoping to hear the gospel They don't know Jesus Christ They are lost and dying so He saved you, He saved me He saved us for all time What about others? He saved you He saved me What are we doing For the others Why do we sit and wait While millions go to hell Their blood is on our hands It's time to preach the word Yes The gospel of Jesus in its pure and simple form Is what is missing now in the church What are we preaching? He saved you, He saved me He saved us for all time What about others? Oh, He saved you, He saved me So what are we doing for the others? We are the salt of the world, the light of the world Are we really shining, shining like we should? We are the salt of the world The light of the world Are we really shining As the light of the world He saved you He saved me He saved us for all time What about others? What about others? Cause he saved you, he saved me What are we doing for the others? What are we doing for the
just wanna talk to you about heaven when we've run a race. Our lives are history. I just wanna talk about how it's gonna be. Jesus, you and me in eternity. The winner takes the crown. Those who trust in Him, those who do His will, those who run the race. I just wanna share. About the crown of righteousness He gives to everyone Who looks for His return I just want to share About the crowns we're gonna wear When we finish here And we get up there the winner takes it all Those who overcome Who walk the streets of gold In glory victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials Will you lay aside All the just want to share about the crown of righteousness He gives to everyone who looks for His return. I want to give my all, strive to wear that blessed crown. It is a great reward. From our Lord and King The winner takes it all Those who overcome Who walk the streets of gold In glory victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials Will you to see you there in that beautiful mansion a mansion built for you by your Lord and King you must wear your crown overcome temptation and you will wear a crown a crown forevermore The winner takes the crown Those who overcome Who walk the streets of gold In glory victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials Will you let 
excuses There'll be no more hiding No more delays There will be no more making up stories There will be no more running away He will say, here I am Lord, send me When a man loves the Lord He will give him all his heart The best of his life His youthful days He will trust and obey and believe She's beautiful, fresh like a lily, sweet like a rose. She has so many other lovers, everybody wants that girl. But she says, oh no, I belong to the Lord. doesn't want to miss his fellowship. He doesn't want to miss his time alone. With the Lord, when a young man loves the Lord, he will serve him with all of his heart and all of his strength. He will go Say here I am Lord send me Send me When a young man loves the Lord Oh oh It's so beautiful It's so beautiful When a man loves the Lord When a young man Truly loves the Lord Oh when he loves the Lord
I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. I don't wanna say. I wanna go back. When I get to heaven, I'll roam the streets and the highways. I'll walk the lanes. I'll see the heroes of the faith. Compare myself to those who shine like the stars and receive crowns. I hope I never say I regret. When you get to heaven, you'll see your friends and the folks from church. The first will be last, and then the last shall be the first. I hope you'll be among the last to become the first. I hope. I So great, yet it seems so far. 
When I talk to him, seems that he doesn't even hear. How can I love God who I cannot see? But this is my dream, the goal of my life. So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. All my days I give to Thee to love You, Lord, is the great command. Lord, I want to love You more. Fall in love with you so deeply, Lord. Show me how to love you more. I don't wanna serve without loving you. Lord, I am meditating on your word so I can love you more. Lord, please help me to keep your commandments. What have you told me that I'm not doing? Where have you sent me that I'm not going? Am I holding back? I want to sacrifice all for you, loving you with all of my heart. So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. All my days I give to thee. To love you, Lord, is the great command. Lord, I want to love you more. Fall in love with you so deeply. Lord, show me how to love you more. I don't want to serve For loving me first And also for choosing me first I want to love you back As hard as I can Because you loved me first I want to be just like Jesus He who loved the Father so I know that I have not seen and Ear hasn't heard the things that God has prepared for those who love Him. That 
So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. All my days I give to thee to love you, Lord, is the great command. Lord, I want to love you more. Fall in love with you so deeply. Lord, show me how to love you more. I don't want to serve without loving you. I'm getting closer to you. One day I'll be called a friend of God. So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. All my days I give to thee to love you, Lord, is the great command. Fall in love with you so deeply Lord show me how to love you more I don't want to serve without loving you Show me how to love you serve without loving you oh. wow put your hands together for Sela I believe we've been blessed so far but now it's time to be fed with knowledge and understanding and our pastor is in the house and he's ready to feed us the word of God. So I want you to rise to your feet, put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. One, two, one, two. Okay, let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this blessed afternoon. Thank you for this opportunity we have to be in church and to be in your holy presence. Thank you for an atmosphere of your power and your presence, Lord. Let your word bless our lives and our hearts, Lord. Let your will be done amongst us today. Thank you for a blessed time. Thank you for the blessedness of being in church and being in your presence. And thank you for adding your blessing to this service Lord may we be blessed because we came to you may we be blessed by the preaching and teaching and hearing of your word Lord thank you for your blessing in Jesus name and all the saints of God said Amen God bless you you may take your seats hallelujah wow it's not a blessing to be in church 
It's a great blessing. Okay, let's roll. Are you ready to roll? Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 10. We are sharing on judgment. We want to prepare ourselves for the day of judgment. Hallelujah. Um, this weekend has been a weekend of judgment results, isn't it? Verdicts. Verdicts of things that you have spent your life doing. And I think the coming weeks are going to be more, there are more verdicts that will be declared. So, it's a good time for you to reflect on um, judgment and to know that for everything that you do, there is a day. There is a day. Whether you do it publicly or secretly, especially secret activities, because those of us who do things in secret, we do a lot of things in secret, usually feel that I will never, I don't want to use the word court, I'll never be found out. It's like we'll never be known. You know, there are a lot of things that we do, we have done, that we feel it would never, it would never come up. Perhaps we even did it 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Um, and we feel nothing happened. No one ever talked about it. Nobody ever said anything. But you see, it's, um, it has affected you. It affects you. And with time, you see that you are a certain way because of seeds you have planted in your own life. There, there, is, there is no way, there is no way that you can ever escape the result of your actions and what you have done. You can, you can lie a million times about it because sometimes some of us, even because of the nature of the seeds we have planted, we try to water it with lies. Because lies appear like a blanket that, you know, cover. But it's also, it's also another kind of seed that you are sowing. So, in, in any case, um, what I'm saying is that anything you do, anything you do, uh, there are results for good things. When you do good things, you get good results and powerful results. May you have good results in your life. May you experience, may you have good experiences. In other words, may you sow good seeds, good seeds, righteous seeds, so that you can attract blessings, blessings into your life. So, anything that we do, um, there are, there are results, and there's always the day of judgment. Expect, expect results. Expect it. Never think to yourself. See, because anytime you think that way, you become wiser. Anytime you think that there will be a day of judgment, there will be a day where I have to explain or I'll be held accountable for what I'm doing, you become wise. You therefore say that, no, I wouldn't do this because I don't want to be asked questions about this. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not the best of things to be interrogated over. So I wouldn't do it. But when you don't think of it, because you think, first you think of your mom, then secondly you think of your dad, then you think of your pastor, then you think of your elder. So your elder, you say, you know, she shouldn't talk. <laughs> then you think of your friends, they say, you know, all, then you think all these people are not here. They will never know. But somebody is there. Do you know that person? 
Who? No, you. <laughs> oh God, you, you are there. You are there and you will continue living. You are there, you are there. You are the first person to experience your harvest. You said God. God is there. You, you are the one who is present. You are the one who will be affected. First, you, you, you eat of your own actions. May your actions be good actions. So that you reap good things. Amen. Amen. Uh, um, um, these days when I'm talking to people, this I don't even I don't even like even getting involved in some discussions because I know the results. I know that Satan has the same trick where you keep people, you know, stories. They'll be telling you stories, storytelling. When the fact, even when you show them the facts, they'll say, No, it's not, it's not, it's not the facts. That's that's not what it is. But you see, time with time, you will discover that. You could have done something better with yourself to have better results for yourself. I mean, you look at A-level results, any exam that you've done, any kind of result. You see that. How many of you have had a result and you've, you've thought that, look, I should have done things a little differently, a little differently. Give me a wave if you've been there. A little di- if I had done things a little differently. Maybe I should have become a bit more antisocial. Antisocial. You would have done a lot. Of, you see, I keep telling you, the reason that one of the sorry feelings I have for your age is the um, changes in technology. You see, in my time, in my time, if I go to the library or I say I'm, st- I'm even studying in my room, the only way I can be disrupted is for 10 friends to come to the room. It is very easy for me not to open the door. They will bang and bang and shout. I will not say anything. I'll just be there quietly. Then they will go. Then I can continue doing what I'm doing. But for you, but for you, you don't even do visits anymore. You are there on the group chat with 30 people. And you say you are studying and you are answering. You see, what, what, what you are doing is it's like you are in a room, say you are studying, and you are surrounded by 30 others. And you keep arguing that you can concentrate. You can't. You are still a human being. You can't. You can't. If, if being alone, your concentration level will be up to 70%, with that phone on, or that tablet or whatever on, your concentration level has dropped to about 29. 29. So you discover that you have to, in such times, in such times, exam seasons and those are you have to be a bit anti-social. That is against society and against fellowship. So you turn that thing off. I, I wonder. I, I remember I, I tested someone whom I told that when you are studying, turn it off. I tried in the middle of the night. In the middle, of the night, I said, "Let me test this person." And I tell the person started responding. I said, "You see." When your results come, you say you don't understand. There you are. You're just, I mean, chatting freely. I mean, freely. Free. Yeah. Your results shall be good. I just wish it, I just hope it's up to just my say your results shall be good and the results will be good. But may God help you. 
<laughs> so you, you, you will see that, you see, as soon as you see results, you start going back and say that, I shouldn't have done this, or I should have done this differently. Or you will be saying that, I am happy I did this. I am happy I became like this. I am happy I was like this. I was happy I went through. I was happy I, I did this. I was happy I did this. May your confessions be you were happy you did some things. Because you are going to have good results. Fantastic. Your mother will be proud of you. Your father will be proud of you. They'll start dropping you off at church. They'll start saying that this church is a good church. They'll start encouraging you to go to church. So they look at your results. You don't say that, you know, I was anti... You don't, you don't tell them our secrets. Don't tell them that you were antisocial for three weeks during exam time. Tell them that it's God. It's God. It's God. It's the church. You see, they'll start, they'll start giving, topping up your oyster for you. <laughs> they'll say, every Sunday, bring your oyster. I'll top it up for you. When you get home early, they'll even ask you, why are you back so early? I think you should stay in church more. Because God is helping you. And God will help you. Amen. Wow. Anyway, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10, which is our key text that we read every time. Say, for we must all, we must, and it's all of us, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body. Okay? According to, not, not the things that he has done with uh, praying in tongues. The things he has done in his body. You appear before this seat to receive. You will be receiving things. Hey. <laughs> According to that he has done, whether it be good or bad, whether you've done well or you didn't do an exam, you receive a results. Isn't it? You receive both groups, good or bad, you receive results. You receive results. That this is what you've done. This also says this is what you've done. You see some are crying. You see some will be rejoicing. That's how it will be in front of this seat. Some will be very happy. Some will be saying, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a blessing. Others will be there will say, mercy. 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 The days of mercy are finished. Mercy ends here on earth. When you get there, there's no mercy. When you get there, it's truth, facts, finish. It's good or bad. There's no mercy. Nothing changes there. When you arrive there, when you arrive there, you have actually come as you are with all that you have done. All that you have done. That's what. So all that you are doing now is what you would have done when you get there. So you have to, you have to start tweaking what you are doing now so that when you arrive there, you'll be very happy that you have done. You see, I, I, was, I was saying to someone the other day, I was whispering to somebody that, have you seen this person? This person soon. Soon. You start hearing stories about her. And I told this to a person, and she's going to lie about it. So you watch. You see, everything that you do, things are, it's waiting to roll out. I whispered, I whispered. And then about a month later, it started trickling in. So I said, what did she say? She's swearing by her blue tongue. That is not her. I said, did I not tell you before we got here? I told you. I told you. 
know whether we'll be I don't think we'll even be asked to explain ourselves. We are just there to receive. When, when your results day, results day, are you able to tell the examiner that you know that is not what I did? I did better. You don't say I was sick. I, I was like this. I got a headache that day. I had flu. There's even nobody to talk to. You are you are sitting in your house. You've gone into your, your email has come. It it is you and the screen. Is you and the screen. Heaven is going to be wild. We have to be serious about heaven. You have to be serious about that day. You have to be serious about judgment day. Be very, very serious about it. Start exercising yourself in it here. Be serious about things here. You should be serious about life here. When you're serious about life here, it, it helps you in your preparation for more serious things to come. Because very often, you see, we, we joke. It's like when, you, when you are younger, a lot of things are like jokes. And even if it's not jokes, it's like there's time. We feel there's time. We feel I have time. It's okay, let me, let me fool today. I'll be able to correct it. Let me fool now. I'll be able to correct it. Let me play the buffoonery. I'll be able to correct it. Let me do this here. I'll be able to sort it out. Let me play around a bit. I'll be okay. The one you hear things like, there's receipts. I can do receipts. So even if I don't make it, I'll do it again. Even if I do this. Sister, your your money for the driving thing to expect that one too, okay? Yes, expect that one too. You have to pray to God that may he not have peace. Till he returns your money. Yes. So we'll be waiting for that testimony that the South African man has brought your has brought your money. <laughs> I was actually waiting for I thought that was part of the testimony that he has brought the money, but since that wasn't part of it, we are adding it to it. He will not sleep peacefully. He said that who is that girl that I took her money? Let me find it. It looks like I can't sleep. Yeah, he has to return that money. When I was saying, I was in second year. We had these little boys around. We called them small boys. <laughs> that, that we sent. So you stand on your balcony or wherever you shout, small boy. And then, and then he comes. Then I remember. You see, students, we're always broke. A student, you don't, you shouldn't cheat a student because I feel even God can curse you. A student is like a poor person. You take the person's money. So I remember I was broke as usual, as every student is broke. And I had just, as the customers, yes. I had this little money left and I gave it to this small boy to go and buy me something. Like in the morning, 10 o'clock. And it's like, it's like a 10 minute walk. Just go here and get it and come back. And for food for me to eat, I was broke and hungry. Look, I was there. It was 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. My, my food wasn't coming. 12, 1, 2. I was standing in my room. I said, ah, God, you know, I have not planned to fast today. So I stood in my room and I prayed a prayer. <laughs> yeah, I prayed a prayer. I prayed a prayer. I had to call on the Father. Because I, I don't know who else to call and where else to tend to. 
I said, that boy, if he doesn't bring my, he should bring my money back. He should, the money should come back. You know, I was there. By four o'clock, I had a knock, which is unusual. They will not return your money. They'll just disappear from the place. Got a knock on my door. When I opened, this small boy was standing there. Look, I almost beat him. <laughs> but I had to, I had to control myself to check because I was thinking that he's come back with a story to tell me lies that somebody took the money or he lost the money. As soon as I opened the door, he was saying, he said, he spoke in a language. He just, he just had the money. He's like, take your money. He's like, take your money. I took it. I said, thank you very much. He just returned my money. He just opened it. It's like, it's like take it. It's like, who is, it's like what, what money is this that I have to return? Your money shall come back, my dear. Yeah, he has to come back. That man, he has to return the money. But now he started having feelings that I've taken somebody's money. But think seriously about judgment. And all your actions and your decisions will be different. You suddenly become a very wise person. You become very, very wise when you, th- when you think that what I am doing, there's a particular result for it. Do I want the world to know? Do I want to be known as this is the type of person that I am? It will help you make decisions. Today, I have, I don't know how much time we have, but I have three issues to discuss. Three. Three serious ones. So we have to listen carefully and go through very quickly. Okay? Are you ready for the first issue? First issue that will come up on Judgment Day. We are going through different issues or questions that will come up as we appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I told you a top, top question, compulsory question was a question of love, which we spent two weeks to do that. Then the next question is the question on unused gifts or talents. Talents that are not used, that have been given to you to serve God with it. And you are not using it to serve God. It's another question. It's another issue that will come up for you. When you get there, you see you, the questions and discussions. Of, but you had this talent. You could do this. You could do that. You never did it. You never. And you, when you have abilities that you don't use, what happens is that you become someone who criticizes a lot. Anything that you criticize means that you are good at that thing. It's, 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 it's one of the ways that you can tell your calling. Mistakes that you notice. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a sign, it's a sign that you can correct it. Because others will not know it. Others wouldn't know it because they are not, they are not gifted in that world or in that thing. So they can't even tell. They can't even tell. They can't even see. They just sit there. But you would comment. You would notice someone's mistake. It's like, it's like noticing someone's hair. Perhaps you're a hairdresser. You see, one, one, one day after church, one day after church, then my wife said to me that she has to do something to her hair. So I said, why? Then she mentioned a lady, said, this lady in church who is a hairdresser says that the ends of her hair are splitted. Wow. I said, your hair is splitted. <laughs> I see your hair 24 seven. How does this, how does hair even split? 
I can't see anything splitting. And we are in church on Sunday morning. Where was she sitting? That she noticed the pastor's wife's hair. And to see at the ends, the ends are splitting. Whatever that means, whatever that means. So it's like she has to trim, she has to cut the edges and do something. I said, well, it's her calling. It's her calling. It's not my calling. It's her calling. She has a burden for splitting hairs. I don't have such a burden. I don't even have such consent. Do we have such concerns? It's recent times that when people introduce themselves to me, then later they introduce themselves again. And I said, no, it's not you. Now that I've learned that, because we, you change your hair a lot. So the face that I saw, is not the face that has come again. Because the hair changes. So it's these days that I said, oh, you've changed your hairstyle. And they say, well, yes, I had something. I said, okay, you have something. I can't, I can't remember what you had. There was a lady, the first time I met her, she had white hair. She's still around. Because the next time I met her, she had black. And she said, don't I remember her? I said, I don't. She said, I'm the one that you brought to the front of the church with the white hair. You took a picture with me. Do you remember her? Yeah. yeah. She's not here anymore, you see. Yeah. She's in Sheffield. Okay. First love Sheffield. Okay, she's there. Okay, yes. Yeah. She was white hair. But I'm sure now, I'm sure now she has black I, would, I don't know what she looked like. <laughs> I don't have such burdens of following people by hand. Can't tell. So, the problems you notice and the things that you get agitated over, it's when you get to church, it's perhaps your calling. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's what you know which area you should dive into. Because instead of criticizing, you must help. Jesus, Jesus, the Bible says, is praying for interceding for us every day in front of the in the presence of the Father. The devil is accusing us every day. Two different ministries. He sees Jesus sees our weakness and he intercedes. He prays. That may they get better. This, the enemy, Satan, he sees our weakness and says, Look at look at somebody. He says he's a Christian. Look at somebody. Yeah. These are the two ministries that exist. So depending on whose side you are on in the church, you see, when you are when you are like Christ. When you see a problem, you don't criticize. You dive into help. When you're on Satan's side, you sit there and say, look at them. They say they are Christians. Look at them. They say they go to church. Look at them. They say they do this. That's how, that's, that's how Satan talks. That's Satan's language. May you never speak like him. Amen. So we have the unused gift, and then we have, we have the love of God first, then we have the unused gift. So today, the first one, I told you I have three, isn't it? Pray we can do all three. You can easily end up doing one. The next issue is the issue of incomplete service to God. Incomplete service to God. When you start serving, but you don't finish. Incomplete service to God. Matthew chapter 25 and verse number 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. So we'll discover why they are wise and why they are foolish soon. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. 
Both both wise and foolish go through the same journey, have the same experiences, all slumber, all sleep, all all forget what they are doing. I mean, all every everybody goes through the same thing, both wise and foolish. So it is not so much of the slumbering, though I am tired, or I'm just going through the motions that makes you wise or foolish. Sometimes, you see, you can pick on the wrong parameter or the wrong factor to judge yourself. But that, that's not what you'll be judged about. You'll not be judged because today you didn't feel like going to church, but you dragged yourself there. It doesn't mean that you are not a Christian. Everybody goes through it, including Mr. Bishop. Sometimes also doesn't feel like going to church, but he takes himself to church. So you'll be judging yourself that, oh, I'm not like one of the serious ones. I'm not like this because I don't feel like it. I feel a little dull, a little what. But that is not what will be used. That's not a determinant. That's not a determinant. So if you speak to a spiritual, you see, you'll be talking about some things. And suddenly you say, the person has changed the topic. because It's like what you're talking about is not an issue. It's not a problem. It's like the person even thinking, is this a problem? I mean, is this a problem? This is not a problem. You're feeling sleepy. You were praying and you slept. I sleep. (laughs) My question is, if you're feeling sleepy, what's the solution? Is sleep a demon? If you're feeling sleepy, sleep. When you wake up, pray. (laughs) What do you think I do when I'm feeling sleepy? I sleep. This morning, this morning, by 9.15 or 9, 9.30, I couldn't keep my eyes open again. I couldn't. I couldn't. I just took my phone and I set an alarm. 10.30. And I slept. Good one hour power nap. Yes. Power. There was power between 8.30 to 9.30. It was... No, 10, 9.30 to 10.30. It was power. Power hour. Mm, it was so nice. I turned everything off. I just said to myself, ah, why? Church is in the afternoon. I can't sleep. I slept. The only question perhaps you should ask yourself is that. Uh-huh. But by 9.50, I said, look, I'm now, it's, it's okay. It's all, it's all right. It's all right to sleep. It's not a sin. I slept. As I'm standing, I'm feeling fresh. Hey. My brains are sharp. Hey. <laughs> so they all slumbered and slept. This. Verse 6. And at midnight, there was, a, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. It's like, everybody's like, there's something to do. So we've all risen up to go and do it. It's like, suddenly we want to go and do something. So it's not the sleeping and the slumbering. It's not so much of, you know, the difficult seasons that defines who is wise and who is foolish. Something else is what would tell you who is wise and who is foolish. 
who has unfinished business. Yeah. Then all the virgins arose. All of them are virgins, mind you. All of them are, all of them are pure. They all love God. But they, they, are, they are foolish lovers and wise lovers. <laughs> okay. Verse 8. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Can you see the fools now? Begging is one of the signs that you are not very wise. Yeah. Asking for something from someone. It's like somebody should labor, have his things, and then you should be there. And then when we all need it, I should give you mine. <laughs> anyway, let's finish reading the passage so I can, I can express myself better. <laughs> no, no, verse 8. Let me read verse 8 again. And the foolish said unto them, already we can see who is, how they became foolish. Not by the slumbering. Not by the slumbering. Not by I'm tired. Not by I didn't feel like going to church today. Not by I went for the honor, but I really didn't feel like praying. You know, I was there. No, that, that doesn't make you foolish. That doesn't make you foolish. I went for the honor. I didn't really feel like praying, but I was there anyway. No, 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 no. That's not that's not what makes you foolish. That's what makes you foolish. When you start asking somebody for oil, then we know that there's a problem. I mean, come on. You all have been to school or you're in school. From beginning of the semester all the way through. Exams what, last two weeks or last four weeks? Last two, three, four. Okay, let's make it four. From beginning of the semester all the way before the last four weeks begins. Everybody is normal. We all eat. Some go clubbing. Some go to church. Some go out with their boys. Some go out with their different girls. Some go to the library. It's like everybody goes through the different motions. Different things. Some go for all night. Some do this, this, this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the exam room? Can you imagine the exam room? Now, we are writing the exam. The person sitting next to you now says, Excuse me. Excuse me. That is where, that, that's why you see who is wise and who is foolish. Know what has happened in the course of the semester. No, no, that's because everybody is normal. Everybody is normal. Everybody, everybody has their bath. Everybody eats. Everybody has breakfast, lunch. Everybody does the same thing. Same, 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 same. That's what I'm saying. Some of you, the few of you who are married, eh, don't be discouraged about your marriage. Rather, the action you take, the decisions you make because of what you are going through is what will reveal whether you are a fool or a wise person. But as to what you are going through, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. They are all the same. All guys are the same. All women are the same. Oh, yes. Never, never feel somebody is doing better somewhere. Either somebody has a wise husband or somebody has a wise wife. That's the difference. Not that 
Somebody got something special. Don't be jealous of somebody's portion. It's all chicken. <laughs> Give us of your oil for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answers say, not so. Not so. Lest there be not enough for us in you. Is that you want us to become like you. <laughs> but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. Go back to where we got the oil from. Go back there. <laughs> There's a place that we get oil from. Go there and collect some for yourself and come. I can't because that is where I, it's like, where did I get the oil from? Why should I give my oil to you? I, I bought it. There are some people who sell, so I bought. That's where you get oil from. So go there. Where we got ours from. Whatever we went through to have what we have. You to go, you to go and do some. Go back there. You see, if the way they are talking, you can say they are wise people. Can't you feel the wisdom? Yes. To feel the wisdom. Because some of us, we don't help our friends. You always give your friend handouts. You don't teach your friend how you got what you have. Yeah. Instead of giving your friend out, you have to teach your friend. You have to teach your friend. You have to, like somebody said, it's better to teach somebody how to fish than to give the person fish to eat. Yeah, far better. Far better. Teach the person how to fish. Don't say, go fishing. Teach the person get it. Some of you who are angry with you, some parents, you don't like them because they send you to work. You want to sit at home and just eat freely. You see, they've made you work so that you will know how to earn. You will know, you will know where the conflicts came from. Yes. That's what they told you that go and work. You can be angry, hate them, but you say a good parent will be hard and firm and behave as though they can't even see your attitude. Because one day, one day, just pray that you say thank you early. And you don't stand behind a pulpit with tears running down your face and saying that Daddy was very good to me. He trained me. That is, now you are reading his tribute. When he can't hear, he can't hear anything. <laughs> he can't hear anything. Make sure you say the thank you now. When he can hear, he will know that, oh, my child is appreciating the training. The training I've handed over. So you analyze spirit and say, oh, but he's rich. He has this. He can do all this for us. He can do all that. Do that. He can do this. Why is he not doing it? He's not doing it because it will harm you. If he just throws things at you, you have to suffer a bit. Do you know you have to suffer a bit? In this life, you have to suffer a bit. Those of you who are, you've been cursing, you've been cursing your mother since you knew the word curse. Tell brother the other day, I said, it seems since I got to know you, my conclusion about you is that you never accept responsibility for anything. And everything about you is somebody's fault. 
everything about you. I said, I, I was telling him since I knew you. Everything about you. And I, and I, was, I was counting the years. So I said, it's been how many years now? It's been about four or five years since I started talking to you. Everything about you is somebody's fault. So when will you be responsible to even fix the problems that people have created for you? When will you also live? Everything is somebody. Everything is somebody. This is how useless people are made. This is how people become useless. You see them, they've grown. You see them on the, you see them on the trains and buses, angry all the time, angry. Don't blame everybody. Don't even blame the ancestors and blame the slave trade. That's how, that's, how, that's how they are made. That's how those people are made. Never set up. Never become responsible. Never take anything. And say, look, now I'm going to start living. Is this one? Is this person? This one didn't do this for me. This one gave me bad advice. This, that, like that. Before you realize they are sitting on London by 68. Oh, like that. Can't be old. Cursing everybody. Cursing everybody. Have you not seen those ladies with their push chairs on the on the on the buses? Always angry. Always angry, as though somebody, as though somebody opened their thighs and poured the sperms there for them to have that child. Always angry. My goodness! It's as though they went to bed. When they woke up, they were pregnant. <laughs> it's like pregnancy is a result of environmental pollution. They live. They live in some part of life. So when you breathe the air, you are pregnant. Anyway, verse ten. And while they went to buy, while they went to buy, now they have learned. But they've learned a little late. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. You see, learn to do things and to do it well at the right time. There's a right time for everything. Learn to do things well in that season. This is the time to be in school. In school is to pass exams and to get a qualification. Learn to get it now. Not to try it in your 40s or 60s, even though it's possible, but learn to do it now. Now, now is the time to do everything. Any phase of your life is a time to do something in particular. Learn to do that thing. Just do that thing then. In other words, stop everything and do it. I said, by the time you finish doing it and you come back, the door will be shut. May the door never be shut on you. Afterward came also the other virgin saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the son of man cometh. So now watch, watch for what? Watch so that you have oil all the time. Talking about the question of unfinished business. You see, life goes in seasons and phases. Every season has its challenges. Every season has its challenges. There's this challenge. Because of this challenge, before I realize, you can't serve God again. You can't work for God again. 
the grace, it's like the oil to serve God is finished. Because the season, the season can run you dry. You can enter into this season and say to yourself, you know, because of this, because of that, because of exams, because of marriage. I mean, there are people, I know people, I know people, I know people that I tip them in the privacy of my thoughts. That this person will be a, even a better, a better pastor than the husband. It's my... It, Till, till date, I still have that op- opinion. But they are nowhere, they are nowhere near. Nowhere near. Even teaching memory verses like First Peter 2.2. 2. Because, why? It's not that they don't have the potential. They have the potential. But because the experiences of life, the faces, they, could, they couldn't survive a certain face. So then they entered in that face, the oil was finished. The, the foolish become foolish because of the absence of oil in a season when you are expected to have oil for that particular task. The time, the time has come. You should be this. You can't do it because you don't have what it takes to do it. That's when we see the fool from the wise. Now do it's like you, you, you see you you had you had oil. All these guys they started, when they said they had oil, so we all had oil. We had all had oil when we we're younger, when we we're teenagers, when we we're whatever, when we we're in secondary school, we moved on, moved on, moved on. Then we got to uni. By the time we're finishing uni, you're supposed to have matured, grown on, moved on. But now you should be like some anointed minister or whatever. The day you are it's like you are stuck, you are stuck on past glory. So it's like, how come after everything there's no oil to serve God? How come you can't serve God anymore? How come you, 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 I mean, you are not forging, surging forward? Because the oil is finished. Now you're hoping that someone will transfer their zeal for you. Zeal is not transferable. Zeal. We can't transfer zeal. I can't give my zeal to you. No matter how much I love you, how much I like you, how much I'm interested. I can't, I can't give my zeal to you. I can't transfer zeal. Even anointing, even anointing that's transferable. There are still sacrifices. You see, watch it when you love so much, you want to do so much, that suddenly you start going cold. No, don't let anybody tell you. You tell yourself. You tell yourself. Because a little wisdom should tell you that as I've become cold because of whatever reason I've given myself, is the church shrinking? Is the church finishing? Is the work of God, is the work of God becoming dormant? No, others are replacing you. People are working the way they so you say, God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. I have learned that. I mean, at least I should know that by now. I should know that by now because there are people. I'm a human being. There are people I prefer them a million times over others. But time and time again, I'm left with people who are not my first choice. Sometimes they're not even my second choice. Sometimes not even third. Sometimes I might not even choose them even if I dream. When I dream and I wake up, I'll say, oh, how? (laughs) But I found myself with them. 
I found I have found them as the ones with oil moving and advancing. And the ones that had oil earlier have found reasons, excuses, explanations, issues, issues of life. Issues of life. Why they can't run anymore? Why they can't move on anymore? But it doesn't mean the call is not there. The call is there. Oh yes, it's there. It's there. But you have not made the sacrifices you have to make. Jump over the walls you have to jump over. Run through the troops you have to run through. Fight the battles you have to fight to stay with God. You haven't. You settle. Whether it's offense, if you are that type of person who has enough feelings to be offended. Whether it's offense, it's this. You see, just you just make yourself, you just reduce yourself to nothing. Nothing. Do nothing, have nothing, doing nothing. Because of changes in seasons. Everybody goes through seasons. Everybody. Everybody. I am sure I have more reason why I shouldn't be here than you. I have more reasons. Because I've been around longer. The longer you've been around, the more chances there are for you to fall out. The longer. The longer. The longer you stay. The more, because the more tests you see, the more tests. The more tests. To survive the seasons. I've been through different seasons. Different seasons. I'm still going through different seasons. But I have to, I have, for every season, I have to find out how do you get oil for this season? How do you get oil for this? Where, where do they sell oil for this season? I have to get, I have to organize the oil for myself. Nobody can do it. Nobody can do it for me. I have to find where I have to find where is the oil for this season. I can't say it. I can't I can't keep telling you my, about myself in university. I finished university over 30 years ago. Did you know that? Is it not over 30 years that we finished? Yes, over 30 years. This is my schoolmate. Over 30 years we we finished over 30 years ago. Then, then I was still praying. I was still praying at dawn, early hours of the morning into the hour. Then I was praying. Then one of my mates said, he said, he said, your voice is my alarm clock. I said, what do you mean? He said, ah, when you start shouting at that, in that place, you wake all of us up. I said, okay, that's a good thing. It's a good voice. 30 years after I'm telling you that I'm up, I have to give myself one hour power nap before I can come to church. Years after every season, after I have to tell myself, you to tell yourself, where is the oil? Instead of saying that you don't see when we were in university, we were the praying people. We need to come up. forget, forget about that season, forget about that time, forget it, forget it. It's past, it's gone, it's past, it's past, it's past, it's gone. Tell yourself now. You joined the church with zeal, passion. How old, how old is the church itself? And already you've, you've, you've got like an ice cube. Like a frozen turtle. Over reasons you alone know. Nobody even knows what the reasons are. <laughs> At least I don't know. So, there are 
up with different requirements at different levels for you. Understand the faces. Understand that this face is finished. Now it's this face. When you enter it, you look for the oil. Look for the oil. What's, what's the oil that can sustain me? You said an age will come. You will see that fornication is not your problem. Today you might need the oil for fornication to overcome it. A time will come. You say, ah, there's fornication. Even nobody even wants to fornicate with you. Oh, yeah. That day is coming soon. You see, so nobody even wants to fornicate with you. Oh, yes. I mean, if they want someone to do it with, they won't choose you. Yes. Because you don't look fornicatious. You look like someone who is breastfeeding or something. So after you have finished your oil to overcome the tests for that face, that face when you don't look fornicatious, it's another face. You still need oil. You have to now ask yourself, how do I get the oil for this season? I need the oil. I need the oil. I need it. I need it. I need the oil to be a pastor, a teacher, a preacher, whatever you're going. You need the oil for that. You need it for that. So if you say you want to be missionaries, you've got to be dead serious. You know, you've got to be dead. Do you know dead serious? Seriousness that is stable. It's not moving. No mobile seriousness. No, I'm serious for one week. You have to learn how to how missionaries behave. Your confess, your conviction, conviction. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to live for. This is my life. This is my life. This is my future. This is what I'm giving myself to. You have you have to be serious about it. Bible, Bible says that. What does the Bible say? It says something. Um, entangleth himself. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. Yes. That he may please him who has chosen him. Look, there are, there are affairs. Do you know affairs? Affairs, they are, they are, they are, it's like, it's like, this thing concerns, concerns people, it's like the concerns of this world. I'm sure there must be a, a, an office for student affairs. Yes, there are student affairs because there are workers there who are not students. So they have staff affairs and then student affairs are issues. So there are issues, there are issues of this life. And there are issues, issues for serving God. And following God and pursuing God. It's a no man that warreth. That is the person who says, I have the calling. I have the calling. Gets himself entangled. Entangled, that is mixed up. Mixed up. You see, when, when you are mixed up. With affairs of this life, it's a sign that you're not serious. Maybe you're a foolish virgin. Because you don't have the oil to stand in that. You go through the season. 
In that season, what do you do? In that season where you, you see, there are, are necessary affairs of this that you have to walk. But in that, as you are walking through it, it has to be very clear, very clear that this thing is secondary to anything that you are doing. Good. They're mixed. It's mixed. We can't, tell, we can't even tell what you want to do. Then worst of all, when girls start leading you, fatty, fatty tissues, fatty tissues tell you what you are called for. Fatty tissues start dictating whether you should serve God or not, whether you should do what. Fatty tissues. Start, girls start blowing you here to and fro, showing you what to do. Big brother, no conviction. The girl can flash away, can flash away your calling. Your calling is flashed. You have you have the boldness to come and explain that you know. I think I'm not called anymore. I don't think this is what I want to do because you may, you you mess soft tissues, adipose tissues. You saw hips. Saw hips and you lost it. You lost it at that junction. She is looking for babies. You are looking for a bull to express yourself into. You have not you have not even discussed life. You see, you watch. After a while, you watch what you will be like. You see how useless you've become. Now you, you now you're you married. You started emptying your, your yourself into your closet. Now, that is when you ask yourself, what next? What next? It's like, okay, so now what, what should I do? I said, well, what do I do? I'll just have to f- close from work. Then I have bags of Sainsbury's. Then I'm going home. They say, oh, thank you so much. But you forgot the salt. I told you the one that salt. That's, that's who you are. That's who you are. Buying, buying chicken and pork. Mr. Coldman. Mr. Coldman. Mr. Man with a conviction. Mr. Man that is called. I'm not called this okay. Keep shopping from waitress, it's all right. I'm talking, to, I'm talking to those who had oil, and now they seem not to have oil. There's no oil because when they got to that test, they didn't, they didn't know how to buy the oil the oil to be lavados, the oil to marry, the oil to have children, the oil to have a job. There are oils for all these seasons. You have to prepare yourself and buy it and walk, we'll sail through it. It's the call, but you think the call of God is not there? It's there. It's there. Anytime you feel your car is shopping and you are taking it out, going upstairs like a good, good, excellent husband, ask yourself, ask yourself, is this what God called you for? Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. Ask yourself that question. What you have reduced yourself to? 
talking about the question of unfinished job or unfinished job. It's not like now you are living in sin. You are not living in sin. What you are doing? You are, you are, you are, you are working as a righteous man. <laughs> righteous man. Husbands love your wife, husband. <laughs> 525. Five, you are a 525 guy. Efficient 525 guy. That's who you are. You are loving her to bits. Even when she's asleep in the morning, most of you should be asleep when you are leaving home. You go to the, you go, you go to the bed, you give her a kiss. See you later, sweetheart. See you later, sweetheart. Sweetheart. There's nothing wrong with this. It's all nice. It's all nice and it's good. It's all nice and it's good. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. You should do it. You should kiss her when you're leaving. You should kiss her when you come back. You should shop for her. All the heavy things you should shop and bring and carry into the house. You should do all these things. But after that, what is left of you? Oh, man of God. Oh, man of God. Oh, man of God with unfinished job. Unfinished job, unfinished calling, unfinished ministry. Where is your oil? You want to associate yourself with other people's oils. Other people's zeals. Say, give me me some of your oil. Can I have some of your oil? 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 Can you give me some of your oil? I want to walk in your oil. There's a price you're sitting There's a price to pay for you to have your oil. You're not paying it. You've chosen the easy route. They got this an easy route. It's very easy and nice and convenient when you're walking on that. It's very, very nice. You even become fat and chubby. John chapter 12. Is that a good message? <laughs> no, we've got to be serious. You want to serve God, you've got to be serious. Cut the jokes, cut the games, cut the teenage boy games. Stop it. Stop those teenage boy games. Stop it. This is church ministry. God, be serious. Catch the games. And the acting. Come on, grow up. Grow up in God. Grow up with the things of God. Grow mature. Stop the games. Stop it. You want to save God? You want to save God? Be serious. Be serious with him. You've chosen God. You've chosen God. Let it be God. Stop the games. Stop the acting. Stop the pretending. Stop, stop it. I mean, stop it. Say what you mean. What you don't mean, don't say it. Oh, come on. Say what you mean. Be who you really are. Be who you really are. Be it. Be who and what you really are. Because the day is coming. You say, you don't have oil. That's like when we cross over. Like that. You say, ah, but are you not the one who said you are going to do this? What, what, what are you doing? Where, where's, where's the oil for it? Where, where is it? I thought you said, I thought you said you were going to study this course. Where, where, where are the grades? That's not to say you are all out for God. Where is, where is it? Where is it? 
What is it? Oh, it was a joke. It was like that day when you were walking through the shop. That's how, I, that's how come I know that song. Feel it in my fingers, feel it in my toes, feel it in my ears. It's through shops and places in London. As I walk everywhere I go, I see it. Feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And if you really love me, come on and let it show. I, that's I, place after place. Everywhere, come on and let it show. Come on and let it show. Come on and let it show. That's, that's how I learned it. I, 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 I don't know how the song starts. Or even who, or even who sang it. As I move from here to here, here to here, here to here, here to here, everywhere I could feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my. I said, ah, what are these people feeling? Is it worms or what? <laughs> so you see, when you say in an environment like our church, you hear things like mission, ministry. Before you also start saying it. Like, ah, I like, it's like, it's like, it's as light and a joke as I will be singing about feel it in my fingers. I have no, I have no interest in that song. But I have heard that it's stuck in my ears. Feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And then the next words I remember, and if you really love me, come on and let it show. <laughs> That's how people talk about ministry. That's it. Let's be serious. Cut the joke. Cut it. Cut it. Because feel it in my face. It's somebody's profession. I'm sure somebody earned millions of dollars from it. I'm sure somebody really opened their heart and sang. And end the marriage. Somebody's serious job as I'm walking here saying, feel it in my fingers. I feel it somewhere else. Somebody's somebody's job to come ministry. Somebody's somebody's life. Everything that goes with it to do well goes with it. Because we stopped everything. See that we are past this. You also say you're a pastor and you have other things doing. You should respect. It's like, it's like watching football. Football is never my passion or my... I don't, I don't lose appetite over a team that has lost. You will not even get me for two minutes to even have a debate. When you start talking, I say, you don't agree, I'll, I'll just say... I don't have, I don't have such zeal. By somebody's job. There are people when they roll off the bed, they sit in their nice car, then they drive to some park somewhere and start kicking balls. They kick the ball like that. They will kick the ball, kick the ball, kick it like yes, yesterday. I saw somebody. I saw somebody. He got the chance for a free kick. Then the referee came to move the ball. Then he had to go back to the where place has been moved to. He had to go back there and stand there. Then he took. I said, hey, this thing is a job. So afterwards, they were asking, he said, he said, that spot, he said, I've been practicing. I've been practicing from that place that I can score from there. Because he just missed it like that. He just shaved off the bar. 
He said, I've been practicing. I said, oh, that is why when the ball was moved, he had to go back for setup again. It's his job with me as I was watching, as I was watching him, I was chewing chicken wings. I was biting into chicken wings as I was watching him do his. I was biting wings. Somebody, in other words, somebody has paid the price. Compare the price you are paying. Compare the price. You are a joker. Somebody has paid. Compare the price you are paying. You say you want to have the same rank. Are you you not joking? Imagine me saying that I'm a footballer. I don't even own a football in the first place. I don't own one. It looks as though today we can only do one question. Verse 24. Very, very, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So, in your pursuit of fulfilling, accomplishing, and finishing your calling, your ministry, you need to go through certain phases that this verse explains to us. For every, every phase you get to be ready. Be ready to go through it. Some don't like to go through the things. That is why, that is why we are just, we are, still, we are still like a seed in the, in the hand. Seed like that, we are just there. Never been planted. Are you ready for the phases? Number one. The first is a seed in your hand. And by the way, you are the seed in your own hand. If you're the seed in somebody else's hand, we'll push you down the earth. We'll push you into the ground. So when we push you in the ground, before like, you've popped out, you are like pop, 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 popcorn. You've popped off. You are, it's like you are back. So I need you to understand, you are the seed in your own hand. You are the seed in your own hand. You plan it into popcorn. There's an explosion in the soil. Boom! That's Mr. Seed walking. Popcorn. You are your own seed. Whether you decide whether you like to be planted or not, it's your decision. It's your decision. Seed. Seed. Somebody's. Number two. Second, second thing is that a seed in the ground. That is, that is the face of disappearing. You disappear for a while. You disappear. You disappear. I was also a seed that was planted in London. I had a father, I had a mother. I had brothers and sisters. I had aunties. I had uncles. I had cousins. I had, um, what else do you have? Aunties. Friends. I have friends. Friends. For your information. For your information. I disappeared. For nothing less than four years. I disappeared. You didn't see me again. Why? Because I was doing something. 
Nothing less than four years. Nothing less than four years. Before they saw, before they saw my face again, I think it was actually five years. Before they actually saw me again, it's like, hey, he's here. And there were no mobile phones were not common, so there was not much communication. If I'll call anyone, my father or my mother or so, so you must be important. You, I mean, you must be very, very important. You must be very, 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 very important. <clears throat> yeah, and I couldn't think of anybody important. I disappeared. You have to disappear. We can't disappear. We can't disappear. You still, st- you still stand by the roadside in your area, chatting with people, Debate, debating over football. You still, it's like, it's like you are still, you are, it's like you are here, but you are still in that world. <laughs> you have to disappear. You have to go into the ground, into the ground, fall into the ground, into the ground. If you want to finish that business, there's a ground business you have to go into. It's like a burial, burial. It's dark and lonely and wet. You have to be there. You have to be there for a while. How long should you be there? As long as it takes for you to appear again in a different form. That's how long you have to be there. Can you imagine a seed that you have planted every morning that you go and take it out? Will it, will it ever become anything? Will it ever become anything? You're still in the same old group. I'm not surprised that you are not fruitful there. You are not fruitful here. It's just hot air. When you are there, you say, then you say, you know, you people, you have to come to church. You, you guys, you have to try and come to church. It's hot air. That's why they haven't come. You have no conviction. You have no power. You have no, you have no oil to lead them. God, that separation. Before you go back with strength, you haven't, you haven't achieved it. You haven't achieved. And when they come into the church, they'll be served, they'll, they'll stay up. I thought you go to church all the time. How come you have not become anything? Because you are still in two worlds. You don't have, you don't have the oil for it. You have, that's what I'm listening to. Unfinished job. The foolish virgins. You don't have oil there. You don't have oil here. You've run out of oil. Your oil finished at coming to the altar to give your life to Christ. That's what it's finished. Some of my friends, my old friends, for them it took over 10 years before they even saw my face. They even saw my face like this. I had to change, I had to separate myself. I had to separate myself. Whatever I was going through in the ground, it's another subject. It's another subject. Whatever my difficulties were, my challenges were, the loneliness, the, the discouragement, the depression, the whatever it was, I was in the ground. I was in there. Everybody has to go. Anybody who wants to become anything, there's a ground ministry waiting for you. You've got to go in. But you still have you still have phone numbers for people. Oh. Ah. The next phase is that the plant, the plant has germinated or grown, but has no fruit. It's grown. That's phase three. So now you've come out of the ground, but we don't even know what kind of tree you are. We don't even know. So you, you, know, you, need, you need another oil. 
to survive the sun and the pests and the creatures that want to destroy you. You need the oil to survive that face. May God give you oil. Need the, sac- the sacrifices you need to make. You need to make it. All this I talk about sacrifice. You, there's a sacrifice you have to make. If you don't make it, you never have it. Never. You don't have it. You don't get it. So you be, you be, you be a Christian twenty years, but you're the same old person. Your friends are the same. Your world is the same. You've just added church to it on Sundays. If you are committed to you can't you can't do it. If you are committed to you can't do it. Committed to this. It's like the person because the person hasn't got the oil for it. The person had oil for salvation. And to go to church and start going to church every Sunday. But the oil to build, the oil hasn't come. The person hasn't paid the price. The price for that oil has not been paid. Are you in church or you've traveled? Then the fourth one is when you start bearing fruit. When you start bearing fruit. Fruit bearing is a sign of maturity. And now you've matured. That's maturity not come after years. How long did it take you to have breasts and start having your period? Yes, yes, and yes, and yes, and yes, and yes of running in the house naked, moving around naked, not minding. Suddenly, suddenly, your siblings realize that you don't walk around like that anymore. When you go to have your shower, you shut the door. It's like, why? Because you've seen hair coming somewhere, hair. And you've seen a bulge on your chest. You say, hey, now I'm changing. Things are different. Now, when you have brothers, you start shouting at them. Go away. Go away. I'm changing. Go away. This. And they are wondering. He says, when is a younger brother? He wondered, what, what, what's wrong with this girl? What's wrong with her? What has she seen? What's the problem? Why is she now shouting, go away? Because we all used to do the same. We all used to lie in the room and sleep. You bath together. Do all those things. And Sally says, you won't bath together again. And your little brother is wondering, ah, why? Why? What is it? They don't go and tell your mom that, you know, this person is now acting weird. She's really acting weird now. She's all, leave me alone, don't come, this, that. <laughs> Because now you're maturing. After years. After years you're maturing. Now you're ready to bear fruits. Any kind of activity. If you try it. You have fruits. You have fruits. After years. One day. And I'm closing. I thought I could do three questions. But. You like this question so much. So. Only do one. One of my pastors was sharing his testimony with me many years ago, not first love. He said, 
when he was about nine years old. Are you listening to me? Yes. Nine, maybe, maybe not nine, maybe around ten, I think. I can't remember how old, around ten. He had a neighbor. Neighbor. When parents go to work, then there was an older girl neighbor. She was about 15 or 16. He was around 10, I think. So she was experienced. So she would come for him. And and take him. And you know, he said, this was his testimony. He was sharing his testimony with me. He's never shared it through a microphone before. He only told me, yeah, in private, private interview. Yeah. He said, he coached her. She, she coached him how to do it. And she, she said, he said, he, didn't, he said he, was, he was a little boy, 10-year-old boy. He didn't know what he was doing. This girl will make him do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. It's, like, it's endless. And then when she is whatever, then she'll say, it's okay, so we finish for today. Then go. So it went on for I think about two years or almost three years. Then she said, he said one day. Now I think he's crossed into the 13th. She must be about 18 years. When they started. <laughs> no, I'm explaining something. Don't lose, don't miss the point. I'm explaining maturity to you. Maturity. But when they started. He started to do the same procedure, the same thing, the same thing he's been trained to do. He started, he started ministering <laughs> as he was. <laughs> I tell you, he said, as he was ministering, he said, Today is different. Yeah. He said, Suddenly, he's not sure whether he was sweating, he was feeling dizzy. He was feeling ticklish. He said he can't explain the feeling, but he felt like something was happening to him. He said, "For the he said for the face, he's never had such an experience before." Suddenly, the whole thing came. He said, "He said at a point he couldn't, he couldn't because he's never had such feelings. It's always been free, and then she will say it's okay." But today, he could tell that, oh, no, ah, yeah. So he said, he didn't understand what it was. So he got up, put his trousers on, and ran out of the room. He said there were some bad boys around. You know, there are always dons in the area. Area boys, area boys. Advanced area boys. So he ran to them because he's always giving them report. Because I think if they get, they will be get, they will like the invitation, but they don't get the invitation. And he gets the invitation. So he always sends a report. So he ran to them and said to them, look, today, something is happening to me. I don't know whether I haven't eaten or I'm, I'm anemic or I'm feeling. He, he doesn't know what is wrong with him. And the area boy said to him, hey, from today, if you try that thing, you will have a child. He said, now you have developed. You have that thing that men have to plant a seed. If you joke with it, now you are matured. You see, when you see a mature person, you have fruits. 
you have fruits. When he attempts one, two, you see fruits. One, two, you see fruits. That's a mature person. That's somebody who has paid the price, gone through the seasons, gone through the time. Now he, he has what it takes. He has what it takes. It takes time to have what it takes to be fruitful. It takes time. It's not just by I want to do. Then suddenly, you're making the wrong comparison. Some of us have become discouraged because you made the wrong comparison. You're comparing yourself to people who have paid prices. People who have been through things, made sacrifices. What they were making, I said, you were not born. When they were dying, you were not born. You don't want to die. Right from day one, you said you, are, you want to be a king. No. No. It takes time. It takes time to have oil. Otherwise, you'll be there. You, you'll be wondering. Then you'll be asking somebody. Can you, that's, that's what you start saying. Can you pray for me? Can you say a word? Can you say a word? Say a word. It's, it's not by word saying. No. We can say the words and say what we have to say. When you are finished, when you are finished, go buy. Go buy. Buy for yourself. Go buy. Go to the sellers and buy. Go and buy. It's not by what we say. It's not by you receive it. I no, 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 no. When we finish saying all those things, go and buy. Go and buy. Disappear. Enter the ground. Disappear. Rot. You have to rot in the ground. But then you come out. You, you come out with a new form and a new. When you when you plant corn, it doesn't come out like seed. It comes out green. You plant something white or yellow. When it's coming out, it's green with leaves, fresh. You can't come out. You don't come out as popcorn. That's the best seed. You will develop. Now you say, now you see that you have it. You have what it takes. You have what it takes to do this. You have what it takes to do that. And it's God who God will give it to you. Oh, God will give it to you. God will anoint you. God will bless you. God will give you that strength. You will see that suddenly you have it. Amen. Do you have it? I'm preaching. You feel so blessed. You feel happy. You'll be sending me texts tomorrow. You don't make me rest. Sending me texts. How you are blessed. How this. How that. I mean, last week, I barely turned my phone on. People are sending me messages about what I preached last week. That it is this. I said, I, I said to one of them, I, I beg you. I said, I beg you. My day just, I beg. But what I'm saying is that, that's, that's, that's not how it started. You want to be a preacher? Start now. Start making your mistakes now. Start fumbling now. Don't come up with a new revelation that you have got a new revelation and we are all lost. You are the only one found. You see, I'm teaching you to be able to detect demons when demons are speaking to you. When it's because it's the devil that when he came, he said, jump off and I'll give you this. Instant. Instant, instant greatness. Instant greatness is from the devil. He said, jump and I'll give you all these kingdoms. He said, bow your knees to me, I'll give you this. You you are saying, we are all lost, you are the only one found. That's the the devil's language. 
That's the devil's language. You don't want to do, you don't want to do what everybody does. You want to take a shortcut. You are, you say, you are, you are the latest discovery. May every satanic bondage be broken. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Like that, like that pastor's testimony. For, for, yes, he, did, he, did, he, did, he didn't have the ability. He didn't have the ability to sow a seed. He didn't have it. He could do the same exercise, everybody. He didn't have the seed. One day, one day, the seed had come. One day you discover that you've got it. One day, Sally, you try, you try something you've been trying. One day when you try, say, ah, is this me? Is this me? Can you imagine how Elisha was fe- feeling when he struck the Jordan and said, the Lord God of Elijah, did the thing parted. It's like, hey, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Because before he didn't have it. When they were going, if Elijah should have taken his shirt off and struck he said, nothing will happen. But when the mantle fell on him, double portion anointing, he was, now he was going back alone, holding the shirt, spinning. He got there and said, What did Elijah do when we got here? He struck this thing. Oh, come on. Lord God of Elijah. Boom. And then they Hey! I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be frightened. He'll say, Hey, the thing is real. He said, The thing works. Not doing it works. But he's been through his Jerichos, been through his Gilgals, been through his Bethels. He has journeyed. He has journeyed faithfully. Say that I won't leave. I'm pursuing. The, he has left everybody else. So there were other prophets in there. He's left all of them. Disappeared. Following this man round and round and round. Everywhere they get to, he say, ah, but I did not know that his master has been taken away. He'll say, no problem. I'm following him. He's been following se- separation. Separation. The time he was coming back. The time he was coming back. He said, hey, the God of Elijah is with this guy. His testimony has changed. It's like, it's like, is this guy also among the prophets? These are school of prophets. People who are, they don't even have prophetic anointing, but they are saying that, is he also among the prophets? Somebody that's going to pay the real price and returning with it. They are questioning who he is. People will wonder, where have you been? Where did you get it from? How did you become this great? How did you become this important? When did you become this anointed? They will look at you and say, "Ah, is that not the guy? But we know him. Well, it is you. It shall be you. It shall be you. It shall be you. You'll be that one. You'll be that one. They will wonder and wonder, but it shall be you. It will be you. It will be you. It will be you. It will be you. It shall be you. You shall be that one. You shall be that one who shall be described as the anointed. You will finish your calling. The question of unfinished business is there. It's there. Where's your oil? Where's the oil? You shall have oil. You shall have oil to the finishing. You will finish well. I have a feeling that you will finish well. I suddenly have a feeling that you are going to do well. 
I suddenly have a feeling that your testimony today is an incomplete version of you. There's a brighter, better, shinier, more blessed testimony of you that is coming. Your end shall be glorious. Your end shall be beautiful. You shall finish well. Finish well. You shall never lack oil. Never. When they are told those who lack oil, it shall not be you. Your story shall be you finish well. You started and you finish well. Sit down so I can close and tell you to stand up. (laughs) Are you not blessed? Well, I have to keep my other two issues for another time. Seeing that our time is up. Every question I bring up, you take an hour to finish preaching it. So, make sure that you never become a foolish virgin. Check the faces of your life. Some of the his past things, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Don't celebrate it. Don't, don't be somebody given to celebrations. That's how you don't do well. That's how people don't do well. Every day, so so celebrations. Leave past victories. Leave past victories. And move on. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you are you are, you are still you are still mentioning your A level results? You know, I have I had three A's. I had A star and two A's. I had, hey. The people said that you think they, they came with oranges. But see, that's how people don't move on. One victory, then they stay there. Discussing it, celebrating it, living by it. It's like, I was very great. I was very great here. I was very great. You will. Now be great. You shall be a current great person. Stop discussing things you have done. Stop discussing it. So that you can advance. So you can advance, so you can move on. Stop discussing it. Past things, I did this, I got this, you know. I got three, three bees and uh, this. No, be serious. Be serious about serious things. Somebody, last week somebody was worrying her, her friends. Pray for me, pray for me, results are coming. Pray for me, pray for me, this, like that, like that. Even me, I got to hear about it. That this person needs prayer. So even me, I'm even sure I pray. I pray. I added my prayers to it. So he says, "Come, I was there." Then I, or I remember. I said, "Ah, this person that you people said, say we should pray, 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 pray." What happened? What happened? Do you know? Do you know what she was asking us to pray for? Year twelve exams. Year twelve. Year twelve exams. Where people have real things at stake. Real things. Real decision time. Year 12, would you pray for year 12? I said, she's lucky she's far. I would have swung my shoe. With your lower, lower six results. Lower six. Ah. Even me, I took time to pray. 
because I thought it was a real thing. Let's be serious now. When we say missions, be missions. When we say ministry, let it be ministry. Let's be serious. How did you catch the act? Stop it. Stop it. Be like this person tell us you pray when we hear 30 people, I thought he hear 12 people. I also say, pray for my result. Year 12, what should we pray for? Who? Oh. For now, year students are praying and believing God for something to come. Year 12 has also had, she's also had herself. There's the prayer going on. Pray for me. Pray. <laughs> May the prayers cover her into year 13. Amen. When she gets to year 13, we'll say, Do you remember we pray for? Yeah, use those prayers. Use it. We have prayed for you already. Use it. <laughs> I'm really hoping I'll remember because it's just about a year away. I said, hey, do you remember last year? Last year, you cried wolf and there was a cat. Use the, use the machetes we brought. Use it. <laughs> use it to kill this wolf. Most of us are saying ministry, you want to do this, but we are, not, we are not serious. But from today, you've become serious. You've become dead serious. No hot air. No hot air. No hot air. Stop blowing hot air. Serious, serious. Tell your neighbor, I've become very serious, you know. Tell the people, I've become dead serious. Seriousness. Like serious, serious. Very serious. May you be anointed. Be anointed. Go for God, eh? Go for God. Seriously, go for Him. Go for Him. God, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. Have you watched Rambo? When he said, Mad up, I'm coming to get here. Yes. Your heart has to be saying, I'm going for God. Going for God going to serve God. These area boys and area girls and area citizens. I have buried them today. I have buried them. Today they've been buried. This beloved, beloved who thinks that I'm going to follow her forever. You have to change. You see, you've put the cart before the horse. Remove the cart today and put it behind the horse. Say, I am the horse. We are galloping, 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 galloping. galloping. Are you coming? Galloping, 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 galloping. Not that your, your beloved is leading you. Be serious. Be very serious. Be very serious. Be very, very serious. Be very, 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 very serious. can tell you endless stories so I have to stop my stories stand to your feet and let's thank God I don't know so days that you don't clap after preaching what does it mean 
The way you are really clapping today, I'm wondering. I just, I just thought I should ask you. Because last week, I don't think when you stood up, you clapped. Yeah, okay. Next week, I'll remind you. Okay, give Jesus a mega hand clap. Okay. All right, now I want you to pray for yourself. Pray for yourself just for a little while. Just pray for yourself. Lord, I want to serve you. I want to finish my job. I want to finish it. I want to finish it. I want to pay the price I have to pay. Make the sacrifices I have to make, Lord. To finish, Lord. What I know you called me to do. What I know you called me to do. What I know you chose me to do. What I know you chose me to do. Chose me, you selected me for it, Lord. I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish it. Every unfinished business, I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish it. Look at me, church. Wait, look at me. No movement, okay? Look at me. Psalm 113. Or is it Psalm 110? Psalm 110, maybe. Psalm 110. Where's verse 3? Yeah. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. You see, when you take interest in something, the desire that you have to serve God, what I want to say to you is that it's from God. It's from God. It's not wishful thinking. It's not something that just occurred to you or or you felt maybe you were young or you were whatever. So that's, that's how come you had zeal and you wanted to do it. It's from God. It's from God. When you are willing, your days when you were willing to do things for God, it's it was from God. It was the it's the power of God that is operational that makes someone want to do things for God. It's the power of God. So when you snuff out that power, you snuffed out God from your life. That's what I'm saying. That this you have to pray, pray that that power will come upon you again, and you will be willing, willing to do His work willing to serve him because thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power in the day when they experience your power they will say yes lord they say yes lord so the day you said yes lord it was god it was god it was god that put you on that course it was god that made you start doing that work made you start serving him it's no man it's no man he may have big it because of preaching or whatever but it's not just man speaking it's god it's the power of god it's the power of God moving you. That's why you want to sing. That's why you want to pray. That's why you want to be an usher. That's why you want to be a missionary. That's why you want to be a pastor. That's why you want to be a shepherd. It's the power of God. So when you reach a point, you say, I don't want this thing anymore. Something else is replacing the power of God. Because that feeling was the power of God. It was the power of God. So you have to pray. You have to pray that that power will come back. And that power will stay on you. And that power will be stronger and stronger on your life. It has to be strong. It has to be strong. I I want to feel more willingness to serve God. I want that power to intensify on my life. I want to do more. I want to do more for him. To do more. I would like to do more. I would like to do more. I, I would really like to do more. I would relish the opportunity to even start another church. Oh, yes. To hand over this church to somebody else. Are you to pastor? At least I've given you a hall. 
with people, it will preach to them. I'll relish the opportunity to go and start again. I don't mind at all. Because for me, I'm flowing under the power of God. The power of God. Pray today. Pray today, the Lord. I don't want that power to wane and to run dry. I want more of you. Close your eyes and pray for a little while. Just for a short while. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. The Lord, I want that desire back. I want that interest back. I want to do it, Lord. I'd like to do it, Lord. I didn't know it was you, Lord, but I've discovered that it was you. I thought it was wishful thinking. I thought it was just youthful, youthful, youthful thoughts and zeal. But Lord, now I see that it's you. It was you who was at work in me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. It was you. It was you. It was you, Lord. It was you. I didn't know it was you, but it was you. It was you who was in me, who was working in me to will, to will, to will, to do, to do what you want, oh God. It was you. Lord, I didn't know. I didn't know. I want you, Lord. I want you back in my life, Lord. I want you back, Lord. I want that desire. I want that feeling. I want those thoughts. I want those imaginations. I want those wishes. I want those desires, Lord. I want it, Lord. I like it, Lord. I like it. Now that I know it is you, Lord. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Send it back. Let me have it. Let me have it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Give me a chance. Give me a chance to do it, Lord. I want to do it. I would like to do it. I would like to do it. I really would like to do it, Lord. Your power, Lord. Your power, Lord. In me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. It is you, God. It is God. It is God. It is God that is at work. It is God that is at work. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is God. 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 See. See another verse. Give me that verse. It is God that is in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Philippians. Have you found it? Quick. Sharp. Yeah, 2.13. For it is, for it is God. I want you to remember. It is God. It is God. It, it is it is not it is not it is not bishop it is not pastor it's not your spouse it's not your beloved it's not your friend it is god which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure that is for you to want to be pleasing to god that you are serving god you are working for god it is god it is god who is working in you. That thing is God. That feeling is God. Those thoughts are God. That drive is God. It is God. It is God. It is God. That is that working you. It's not man. It's not youthful exuberance. It is God. It is God. Don't let anyone explain it away for you. Explain it away. That when they were your age, they also did it. What it means that when they were your age, they had God and they lost God. Because it is God. I 
I'm in my 50s. I'm so grateful to God that I still love him. That I still like him. As I did and even more when I was your age. When I was in uni, I loved God. I lived for God. I served God. I served. I served God on my campus. I served him. With energy zeal. I did. 30 years after. I'm even wilder. Yeah, it is God. It is God then. It is God now. Not that as you move along, yeah, still in your 20s, you don't have God anymore. You don't have the will to do of His good pleasure. It means you've lost God. But today you are getting Him back. Yeah, you're getting Him back. Because it is God. I want you to thank God. Just spend the next minute. Just thank God that He's with you and He's still at work in you. Just say thank you to Him. Just thank him that he's still in you. He's still with you. To serve him. To work for him. To sing for him. To dance for him. To preach for him. To shepherd for him. To visit for him. To pray for him. It is God. It is. It is God. 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 Thank Him that He work at you. He will work in you. He will work in you. Thank Him that you not run out of oil. It is God. It is God. It is God. It is God. It is Him. It is Him. It is God. It is God who is at work. It's God who is doing it. It is God. It is God. It is God. That desire is God. That interest is God. That thing is God. It's God. That passion is God. That passion is God. It 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 is God. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. Father, we are grateful. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. We bless your name. We thank you. We thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your goodness. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you that you are working us, Lord. We embrace you. We love you. We want it. We want those desires. We want those interests. We like it. We love it. We choose it. Thank you, Father, for the blessedness of having you in us, having you at work in us, Lord, both to will. And to do of your good pleasure We thank you And we bless your precious name Now while every eye is closed And every head is bowed We are still in prayer You are here this afternoon Someone invited you to church Or you've been coming to church But deep in your heart You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior You want to pray and say that You want to say that pastor Pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to give my heart to God I want to surrender it all over to God. I've tried my own way. I've tried different ways. But feel an emptiness. I know that I need God. When I die, I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you are here like that, you will say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Today is my day. I want to receive the love of God and the forgiveness of all my sins. Pastor, please pray with me. 
if you are here like that please lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you wherever you are God bless you God bless you just your right hand lift up high so I can see you God bless you I can see the hand there you'll say pastor pray with me I need Jesus I need Jesus in my life I need Jesus in my heart I don't want to leave this place without Christ and without God and without the forgiveness of sin and without my name being written in the Lamb's book of life I want Jesus just your right hand and I'll pray with you God bless you. You want, to, uh, you, want to, you want to join us? You want to say, yes, I don't, don't. Don't think about the person standing by you. Don't think about anybody. It's between you and your God above. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus today. I need Jesus today. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want to do one more thing for me. Today is your day. It's your day of love and your day of mercy. I want to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come. Wherever you are, come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand. You didn't know that I'll call them forward. But come forward. You can join us. Come. Come. Whether you lifted up your hand or not, you can come. 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 From wherever you are. Oh, Lamb. time just as I am I'm waiting for you you want to come just come wash yes yes Lord Close your eyes, bow your heads with me. All those in front here, just say this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Church, please help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. I want you to be the Lord of my life. From today, I will serve you. I will give myself to you. I will obey you. Say, Satan, I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am saved by the blood of Jesus. I no longer belong to you. I will no longer follow you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say thank you Father. For accepting me. And making me a child of yours. Say please write my name. In the book of life. Say thank you Father. In Jesus name. Amen. I'll say a better amen. amen. God bless you. Congratulations. Can you receive this gift from us? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You can take another one and give it to a friend. When you go witnessing, give it to a friend. God bless you. God bless you all. You are saved. This is your church. I am your pastor. 
look at my face carefully. Somebody asks you, who is your pastor? You can describe me. Say, this is what your pastor looks like. His name is Richard. He preaches powerfully. Isn't it? Yes. So I am your pastor from today. Uh, this is your church. This is your church. This is your family. So every Sunday we are here. Come to church. Keep coming to church. One day you'll be a preacher. And one day you'll be leading people to Jesus. Amen. Say a mega amen. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. That song. Take each. This is my body. This is his body. That was broken for you. Healing is coming to you today. Dream Deliverance is coming to you today. The termination of a long standing problem is going to happen this afternoon. The devil is going to be stopped in his tracks where your life is concerned. You shall escape a family case. You shall escape a family disease. You shall escape a family problem. You shall escape it. You shall escape it. It's the communion yes. of the blood of Christ. It is the blood of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the meal. This is the holy meal of God. It will sustain you. It will, sustain it will heal you. It will bring you life When I see the blood oh, 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 I will pass over you
Father, thank you for this blessed moment. Thank you, Lord, that it's a moment of deliverance. It's a moment of blessing. It's a moment of healing. It's a moment of termination of every family curse, every familiar problem, every sickness and every disease. It's terminated, Lord, in Jesus' name. I bless this bread and I bless this cup, Lord. I declare, Father, that it is your body we are about to eat and your blood we are about to drink. Father, let there be cleansing. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let it be your power in us, Lord. Your strength in us. The great name of Jesus in us and operating in us and through us, Lord. Thank you for victories. And thank you for blessings. Thank you for victories that shall come as a result of this communion today, Lord. Thank you for battles that shall be won, Lord. Thank you for doors that shall be opened, Lord. Thank you for breakthroughs that we shall be ushered into, Lord. Father, thank you for tangible physical healings that shall take place because of this communion. In Jesus' name I pray. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink all. Father, thank you for healing. Thank you for a blessing. Thank you for barriers that have stood in our way of blessings. That have been brought down, Lord. That have been brought down. Thank you, Father. For your mighty power that has become resident in our lives, oh God. That has become permanent in our lives, Lord. May we be known for your power. May we be known for your great power, Lord. That which torments us by day and by night. I kiss it this afternoon. I destroy it this afternoon. I destroy those powers. I destroy those entities. I destroy those powers in Jesus' name. I declare you shall no longer be tormented. You shall no longer be disturbed. You shall no longer be haunted. You shall no longer be affected by the powers of devils. I curse their works in your life. Thank you, Father. Thank you for an escape route through the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. I see you escaping. I see you escaping from every familiar trend. Trends of sicknesses. Trends of diseases. Trends of failure. Trends of disappointments. Trends of death. Trends of mental illness. I see you escaping through the blood. I see you escaping through the blood. Trends of barrenness. I see you escaping. Trends of inability to marry. I see you escaping. I see you escaping. You have escaped through the blood. You have escaped through the blood. You have escaped through the blood. Your life is blessed. Your life shall flourish. 
you shall do well you shall prosper you shall excel and it shall be well with you stay in the blood and stay in this root of the blood the devils you see today you will never see them again you shall never see them again your escape and deliverance is permanent in Jesus name it is permanent thank you Lord I give you all the glory and I give you all the thanks in Jesus name Amen a better amen an even better amen tell the person standing right next to you that you have escaped through the blood tell the same person stay in the blood be covered by the blood tell the person it's your escape route God bless you take your seats